Check out Unpacking Israeli History podcast. From the history of infamous terror groups, Hamas and Hezbollah, to the story of Nakba, to Israel's disengagement from Gaza in 2005, there's so much to uncover. Unpacking Israeli History cuts through the noise and helps you understand Israel's present through understanding Israel's history. Catch up on previous seasons and enjoy new episodes from Season 6 each week. So, educate yourself. Learn the history behind the headlines. Find Unpacking Israeli History wherever you listen to podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Beyond Zero is Toyota's vision of a carbon-neutral future and more. Toyota gives you the power to reduce carbon emissions and help move toward its vision with a wide selection of electrified vehicles. Whether you're into hybrid EVs for that traditional Toyota feel with better MPG, battery EVs for a smooth and silent ride, or plug-in hybrid EVs that switch between battery and fuel, Toyota has you covered. And for those who prefer hydrogen, Toyota's fuel cell EVs emit nothing but water vapor from the tailpipe. So cool giving you the choice on how to reduce carbon emissions and move closer to Toyota's Beyond Zero vision. Visit toyota.com slash electrified vehicles slash beyond zero vision. Toyota, let's go places. Bring spring color inside this season with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the Bare exclusive color Arrowhead Lake or a splash of Amazon jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass, or accent your bedroom with sunrise-inspired colors like coral cloud and dark crimson. Let your creativity bloom this spring with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Hey, history enthusiasts. You get not one, but two events in history today. Heads up that you also might hear two different hosts, me and Tracy V. Wilson. With that said, on with the show. Welcome to this day in history class from HowStuffWorks.com and from the desk of Stuff You Missed in History Class. It's the show where we explore the past one day at a time with a quick look at what happened today in history. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Tracy V. Wilson and it's November 10th. A mob of white supremacists overthrew the democratically elected government of Wilmington, North Carolina on this day in 1898. This whole incident happened after the end of the post-Civil War Reconstruction. Two parties in North Carolina had banded together to form a coalition. It came to be known as Fusion Politics. These were the Republicans and the Populists, who were also known as the People's Party. Both parties knew that individually they didn't have enough political power or enough voters to try to unseat the Democrats. And the Democrats at that time were mainly made up of wealthy people, many of them former slave owners who had also worked against the civil rights gains of Reconstruction and implemented Jim Crow segregation. But together, the Republicans and the populists thought they had a chance of getting enough voters to work toward their common goals, where they had the same ambitions they could work together to accomplish it. And in 1896, Fusion candidates won every statewide election in North Carolina. They completely supplanted the Democrats. 
After the election, the state House included 39 populists, 54 Republicans, and 24 Democrats, and the state Senate included 25 populists, 18 Republicans, and 7 Democrats. The Democrats obviously were highly upset by this turn of events, and a lot of them were also explicitly racist in their view that Black people should not be in office. Wilmington, specifically, was the state's largest city. It had a majority Black population. And on March 25th of 1897, the city of Wilmington elected a majority Republican board of aldermen that included three Black men. This new board of aldermen then elected Silas P. Wright, who was a white Republican, as the mayor. The incumbent Democrats in Wilmington refused to vacate their seats. And they argued this all the way up to the Supreme Court. Once they had lost there, Democrats went on a campaign in North Carolina to try to retake political power. This included a campaign of racist disinformation that painted the Black population, specifically Black men, as violent and dangerous. And they got some help in this from Rebecca Latimer Felton of Georgia, who made a widely publicized speech in which she branded Black men as rapists and white men as weak for failing to defend their women from them. Alex Manley, who was the editor of Wilmington's Black newspaper, the Wilmington Daily Record, published a rebuttal to this that became a talking point among white supremacists who demanded that his newspaper be shut down and that he be run out of town. In response to all of these factors, a group of white business owners and other prominent white citizens turned their focus in Wilmington to Election Day of 1898, and this was a conspiracy to take control of the municipal government. There were multiple people in on this plot, including two sets of ringleaders who were known as the Secret Nine and the Group of Six. One of the ringleaders was named Alfred Moore Waddell, and he gave a speech the night before the election in which he said to the gathered crowd, quote, you are Anglo-Saxons, you are armed and prepared, and you will do your duty. Be ready at a moment's notice. Go to the polls tomorrow. If you find the Negro outvoting, tell him to leave the polls, and if he refuses, kill him. Shoot him down in his tracks. We shall win tomorrow if we have to do it with guns. Armed white men patrolled the streets on election day in Wilmington, trying to scare black voters away from the polls while encouraging, in quotation marks, the white voters to get out and vote. On November 9th, the day after the election, white leaders in Wilmington published a white declaration of independence, and they summoned the Committee of Colored Citizens and ordered them to go run Alex Manley out of town. And then on the 10th, having not heard back on whether that had been accomplished, they formed an armed mob. They burned down the newspaper office. They ran elected leaders out of town. Thousands of Black residents of Wilmington fled, some of them hiding in graveyards or being sheltered by sympathetic white neighbors. The death toll in all of this is unclear. Estimates are as high as 100 Black citizens killed, with many more injured. A few white men were injured, one critically, and none of them were killed. This had a huge effect on Wilmington and on North Carolina. Many of the Black population of Wilmington moved elsewhere. Democrats retook both Wilmington and the state legislature and then had single-party control of North Carolina for decades. You can learn a whole lot more about this in the Stuff You Missed in History class episodes on the Wilmington Coup of 1898. Those are from January 15th and 17th, 2018. Thanks very much to Casey Pegram and Chandler Mays for their audio work on this show. You can subscribe to the Stay in History class on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts. And you can tune in tomorrow for the end of a war.
There are some stories in Jewish history that are so bizarre, so fascinating, so completely wild that they feel like they're straight out of a movie, but they're all true stories. Join hosts Yael Steiner and Jonathan Schwab on Jewish History Nerds for a new season of intrigue, mystic realms, and bloody battles. In season three of these podcasts, you'll meet an ancient Arabian king who converted to Judaism in a struggle for power, a mysterious author who created amulets and performed Kabbalistic exorcisms, and a can't-miss story of a female Hasidic Rebbe whose story unfolds like a real-life Yentl to challenge societal norms. Jewish history nerds will keep you on the edge of your seat as you learn all about some of the craziest and most amazing yet largely unknown stories that fill Jewish history books. Find out what happened, how it happened, and why each story still matters today. Don't miss Jewish History Nerds Season 3, hosted by Yael Steiner and Jonathan Schwab. Find Jewish History Nerds wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for 40% off site-wide and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for 40% off site-wide at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner. The rise, the fall and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Hi, everyone. I'm Eves, and welcome to This Day in History class, a podcast where we rip out a page from the history books every day. The day was November 10, 1945. 
A battle broke out in Surabaya, Indonesia, between Indonesians who supported independence and British and British Indian forces. Though the Battle of Surabaya resulted in the death of thousands of Indonesians, it was an important struggle in the Indonesian National Revolution and is commemorated as a day of heroism in Indonesia. By the mid-20th century, Indonesia had largely been under Dutch rule for three centuries. But during World War II, Japan invaded and occupied the Dutch East Indies, ending Dutch colonial rule in Indonesia and stirring support for Indonesian nationalism. Movements seeking independence from Dutch rule had been active since the early 1900s, but the Japanese encouraged Indonesian independence to gain support in their war effort and broke down the infrastructure that the Dutch had built in the colony. The Japanese even provided Indonesians with military training. In September of 1944, the Prime Minister of Japan promised the Dutch East Indies its independence in the future. After Japan surrendered in World War II in August of 1945, the Dutch planned on re-establishing their rule in Indonesia, and British forces were ordered to the area to prepare Indonesia for the return of the Dutch. But Indonesian nationalists took the chance to proclaim Indonesia's independence, and Sukarno and Mohamed Hatta became president and vice president of the new state. As news of the independence declaration spread across the Indonesian islands, more people began to support the idea of a revolution. The Japanese had supplied Indonesian nationalists with weapons. As Allied troops moved into Indonesia and the Japanese, Dutch, and British attempted to assert their dominance, a diplomatic and armed struggle ensued. On September 19, 1945, Dutch internees raised the Dutch flag at the Hotel Yamato in Surabaya, East Java, with the support of the Japanese. This inflamed tensions with Indonesian nationalists, who ripped the blue stripe off of the Dutch flag at the hotel. British troops arrived in Surabaya with a small Dutch military contingent in October, aiming to take weapons from the Japanese and Indonesians and send Japanese troops back to Japan. But the Indonesians did not hand over their weapons. Fighting broke out between Indonesians, Dutch, and Eurasians. On October 25th, around 6,000 British Indian troops under the command of Brigadier A.W.S. Malaby entered Surabaya. They were sent in to evacuate European internees, and Malaby made an agreement that the British would not ask Indonesian troops to hand over their weapons and that British Indian troops would stay within an 800-meter perimeter of the harbor. But they occupied key places across Surabaya, and on October 27th, Jakarta-based General Hawthorne organized an airdrop of leaflets that demanded Surabaya's forces surrender their weapons. Indonesians armed with bamboo spears, Molotov cocktails, pistols, and semi-automatic machine guns went up against the British troops in Surabaya. The president, vice president, and defense minister flew into the city and they negotiated a ceasefire, but fighting continued anyway, and Brigadier Malaby was killed in the confusion on October 30th. At that point, the British decided to take Surabaya by force. They sent in more forces, tanks, warships, and armed aircraft. On November 9th, the British warned the Indonesians that a full-scale assault would commence if they did not surrender. The next day, the British began to attack the city, and over the next couple of weeks, thousands of people died, were injured, or fled the city. Though the Indonesians resisted, they lost the battle. Still, the Battle of Surabaya demonstrated the strength of the Republican resistance in Indonesia, 
and the Indonesian National Revolution ended in 1949 with the Netherlands recognizing Indonesian sovereignty over the United States of Indonesia. Today, November 10th is celebrated as Heroes Day in Indonesia. I'm Yves Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. Feel free to share your thoughts or your innermost feelings with us and with other listeners on social media at TDIHC Podcast. Or if you want to get a little more fancy, you can send us an email at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human-moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.